0: I'm like, hey man, I don't know how to tell you this. Like, I just got, I just got released. He's like, wait, what? are You serious? I was like, yeah. When she comes home, I'm like, hey, baby, and she's like, I know. Like, yeah. I already know. And we sat on the couch. It was like a couch like this. Sat on the couch, and me and her had the one-on-one conversation. And you know, I got cut from all these other teams. And I asked her. I said, uh, I looked at right the eyes, I said, so what do you think we should do now? And she looked at me and she was like, How much do you love this game? That was the first thing she said. I had a conversation. It was like around Thanksgiving time, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna try to be all pro next year. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's it. Just clicked for me. If this year was a good one. Yeah. Next year is gonna be an even better one. And so fast forward to you know this past Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, I was on the game again, um, yeah. and one of my one of my boys was like, Hey, Heem, You probably don't remember this, but you literally. Predicted that you're gonna have a, a All-Pro year. <laughs> Growing up, I didn't necessarily have, you know, the the silver spoon as we call yeah. it, right. I always had to figure out what what I was gonna eat. Um, always stuck with the same meal, probably like three or four times, you know, mm-hmm. within a week. I felt like it would help build a callus for the things that I didn't want in life, you know, yeah. in regards to how I want my family when I when I have one someday. Yeah. Um, you know, how I want to treat my wife, how I want to treat my kids.
1: You got to give me your best Mike McDaniel story.
0: (laughs) What's up guys. Welcome into the next up
1: podcast. I'm Adam Brenneman. We're in Las Vegas right now, overlooking the Vegas strip. It is super bowl week. And we're in my hotel room about to do an interview with Raheem Mostert. NFL leading touchdown rusher, great season for him and the Miami Dolphins. Raheem's a great dude. Uh, He's just started a podcast, he's become a good friend, he's a leader off the field, super well respected in the NFL circles and has become a household name for football fans. So excited to dive into Raheem's story, Uh, the struggles on and off the field, overcoming a ton of adversity and now becoming one of the best running backs in the NFL. Before we get there, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, listening on audio, subscribe to this podcast, share it with a friend, Follow us on social media at next up with Adam or at my personal at Adam eighty one. Leave us a comment below. All your support allows me to travel around the country and have on great guests like Raheem Moser today. So without further ado, let's go talk to Raheem. Next up. Alright, big news. We dropped our merch at Mercury, the college sports company. We have college football tees, college basketball tees. The perfect gift for anyone in your life and perfect for you. I wear them all the time, whether it's on podcast, whether it's working out. I love the college football tee. So click on the link in the description or go to shop.teammercury.io That's shop.teammercury.io and use my code ADAMB15 for 15% off your purchase. Code ADAMB for 15% off your purchase. And guys, you buying our merch supports me, supports our company, and allows me to go around and have the best guests on our podcast. So get some of the best merch you can get in college sports. College football, college basketball. We have tees for our podcast. We have hats. We have sweatshirts. Everything you could possibly want. Shop.teammercury.io. Code Adam B for 15% off your purchase. We're rolling. Yeah. Cool. Well, Raheem, man, I'm happy to have you on. Excited yeah. to do this, man. Yeah. Appreciate you finding time during Super Bowl week. I know yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. You just came from an event, right? Sponsor yeah. event.
0: Yeah, top what? golf. Uh, it was with Visa, um, and it was it was pretty cool. A lot of fans uh, came out, took some pictures. It was it was like a running back like deal, I guess. Oh really? Yeah, it was me, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, and. Uh, David Montgomery. So oh, sweet. I had no idea it was a <laughs> running back deal. What cool. what
1: Super Bowl week look like for an active NFL player? Give us the give us the rundown.
0: Yeah, um, you know I'm I'm signed with Rubicon, right? Yeah. Um, so they they handle the logistics in regards to like events and everything mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, I just I literally just show up to these events, like the like I said, the Top Golf Visa mm-hmm. one um, yesterday. Um, I had another event um, where I was hanging out with some kids. Um, then I was at the NFL house, um, yeah. right by the sphere. So a lot of different things, a lot of different motions, but it's, it's all, all for benefit, you know, it's all yeah. good stuff. So
1: it's crazy how this week is like, everyone's here yeah. in football, right? Yeah. Media, TV, uh, players, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. You started a podcast too. Yeah, on the with with the, on the Mercury Network. So yeah. we're we we're, we're happy to have you as part of it, man. Tell, how's that journey been? Have you enjoyed being yeah. on the other side of the of the mic a little bit? It's crazy
0: because I'm sitting here right now and I'm like, I feel like I'm the one that's supposed to be doing this. You know, I'm asking <laughs> yeah. you the questions and, and stuff like that. No, nah, but it's it's honestly it's been a lot of fun. Man. Yeah. It's uh, it's growing. Um, you know, I think we got like two thousand subscribers right now, yeah. um, and it's just. It, people are starting to realize what I'm doing like yourself you know yeah. we were t- we were chatting about it before so um yeah it's it's growing it's a lot of fun um getting a lot of good 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 people to be on the show um yeah. and you know just trying to grow as much as I possibly can trying to put yeah. myself out there
1: it, it's been it's been fun to watch what what's been the uh the thing that you've had to learn the most, or the most challenging part of it, did you? Was did it come supernatural at first, or was there? some uh, challenges?
0: No, it came supernatural yeah. for sure. Um, I feel like I'm I'm kind of made for it, just yeah. because like you know um, I, I get a lot of interviews as it is already, mm-hmm. and then you know I'm trying to take on that broadcasting role, yeah. right? I'm trying to trying to figure out everything. Once I try to make that next level, once I'm done playing football, but. Um, The biggest thing, you know, I think that was a challenge for me to realize was like the timing of everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to get guests on um, and you got to, you got to, it has to match up, you know, their schedules have to align appropriately. So um, that's been the, 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 the most challenging thing, but you know all in all though it's like if somebody can't go on the show then i'm i'm still fine with doing yeah. what i got to do right yeah just
1: do it on your own right? yeah do it yeah. on your own so man there's so much i want i want to dive into with you your story is awesome and i have i've got to know you a little bit over the last few months but also heard your some of your podcasts so yeah. I know some of your story yeah. but i i want to start with with this past season cuz yeah. you had an amazing year yeah. probably the best year of your career right yeah. and uh and you know, you made a bunch of headlines. Your name was everywhere. I feel like <laughs> your 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 identity almost like took another step this past yeah. season as like yeah. a household name in the NFL. Yeah. Um, was there a moment this past season where you felt like things kind of started clicking for you, or you were like, "Man, like this is really a good
0: season right now"? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that happened to me was when I was close to um, <laughs> at some point I was close to Ladainian Tomlinson's yeah. scoring record. Right, yeah. he had 31 touchdowns, and I was on pace. Uh, by like two touchdowns at the uh-huh. at the time, and I'm like, wow, this is I'm starting to you know it's early <laughs> on in the season. I feel like I'm yeah. I'm doing good right now. Yeah. And then, you know, more touchdowns started coming as the season went, and now I'm starting to I'm starting to really realize like I'm having a good season. Yeah. Um, and then I was also one of my goals was to get a thousand yards, mm. and um, yeah, I, was, I started getting on on track with that, and um, it just seemed like everything was clicking at the right moment for me. Yeah. So I just I didn't want to take it for granted. Of course, you know you can't take those moments for granted. You got to cherish the moments, and so for me, cherishing those moments is like just being present, right? Yeah. Just being in the now. And so, being in the now during the season, it definitely helped me uh, focus more, more so on my game each and yeah. every week, and and growing as a player. Yeah.
1: What was the biggest difference or you know, the thing you did maybe with the offensive system with mm-hmm. the way the way that just the season played out, the way that uh, the way the running back room was that, that went into all the success that this year.
0: Yeah, this year, uh I focus more on um the detail aspect. You know, I'm very I'm a very well detailed, you know, guy when it comes yeah. to football or any, pretty much anything else. Yeah. You know, I try to be as detailed as I possibly can. Um and and so for me this year was was that. You know, last year I had a good year. Um, yeah at the time it was the most rushing yards I had in the season. Um I was at like 892 or something like yeah. that. So Yeah, that's a good year. Yeah, it is yeah. 892. I only had like five touchdowns, four yeah. or five touchdowns. So, um uh, last year was like kind of that moment for me where I was like, okay, I'm going to grow next yeah. year. Um I remember specifically I was uh I was on on my PC playing playing Duty uh mm-hmm. with with some of my friends and uh um uh, I had a conversation it was like around thanksgiving time and um i was like you know what i'm, I'm gonna try to be all pro next year like mm. it, that's just, it just clicked for me yeah. like i was having a good year and then i'm like telling myself and I, they could hear me talking that's what you know yeah. in the chat and i'm like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have i'm gonna have all pro season i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna go above and beyond what i did this year this year was a good one yeah. next year is gonna be an even better one and so fast forward to you know, this past Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, I was on the game again, um, yeah. and one of my one of my boys was like, "Hey, Heme, you probably don't remember this, but you literally predicted that you're gonna have a, a All Pro <laughs> year, you know, um, at this time." And I was yeah. like, "Wait for real?" And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, you 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 called it out, you called your <laughs> shot, and then it just happened." So yeah, last year it was more so trying to figure out the offense because it was a new. A, a new style of offense. You know, we yeah. still run the Shanahan, you know, offense, but we're we have more speed on our team, right? Yeah. We have more more guys that are a little bit faster. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're also working with a quarterback that's left hand. Yeah. So that's a little bit yeah. different. Um, but I wanted to be like, hey, look, this I, I did good last year. Um, this year, I want to be more detailed. Yeah. So that's the that was the moment for me.
1: You mentioned the left handed quarterback. Mm-hmm. I played with a lefty in in, co- in uh, college at UMass. Do you feel like the like having a left-handed quarterback changes things on offense? It, it
0: definitely does. Yeah. You they they got to flip the whole system. Yeah, they got to flip because like when you when you drop back, yeah. the drop back's a little bit different. Yeah. You know, the timing aspect's a little bit different. Uh, when you're doing play action instead of the you know play action to the left, and then the quarterback can roll right yeah. and throw the ball you know right-handed. It's, now it's opposite. Yeah, left, yeah. We got to roll to the to the right now and it's it's different, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's uh it's funny the the ball also spins the it other does, way, right, when you're yeah. catching it. <laughs> Last year I was
0: I I felt like I was having like a moment where I was like, hey, Tua, you I don't know if you're zinging this ball or it's hard for me to catch it looks right different, now," right? but yeah, I was like, "This thing's different." Uh,
1: let's uh let's go back to when you first entered the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um that journey for people is always, you know, challenging, and you're learning things, and it's big boy football. Did you have a welcome to the NFL moment where you were like, (laughs) Everybody's
0: asking me that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Uh, Off the field, I'd say the only moment I really had was when uh, Kyle Juszczyk, Juice, right? Yeah. Uh, We were in Baltimore. Um, It was was my third team at the time, uh, my rookie year, and he made me go get – I was a rookie, and he Mm -hmm. made me go get uh, Chipotle for the running backs. (laughs) Now I didn't have to do that with any other team that I was on. I was with the Eagles. Yeah. I had DeMarco Murray, Ryan Matthews, Darren Sproles, and Keon Barner yeah. um And I didn't do that. Then I go to uh Miami. Um and at the time it was uh Damian Williams, um uh who else? It was Lamar Miller um and I didn't I didn't have to do my rookie duties either. And then yeah. I get to Baltimore and it was it like, hey, you, know. you a rookie now, yeah. you still gotta treat you like it. So uh, that was my realization now. I'm in yeah. the NFL, like, okay, I had to, you know, I had to
1: go out and get your Get to yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: for the plane ride. So
1: what was uh what was the most challenging part about going from college to the to the league?
0: Uh most challenging part was um, you know, just the speed of the game. I yeah. felt like I I I run fast, right? I'm yeah. a, I'm known to be a speed guy, but at the same time I felt like just understanding that each week is a different week with a different opponent. Yeah. Um, you know, just like in the college, but you got you got linemen that are running, you know, yeah. sub 400 or 40s and and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that these big guys can run, but they're also big, yeah. right? Um, and so that that took a lot of, you know, getting used to cuz I got to get away from D-linemen. I don't yeah. want to get crushed by those boys yeah. cuz I'm a little bit smaller yeah. At the time when I was coming into the league, I was probably like one, ninety. 190, really. One ninety-five. I'm like two, two o eight. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta run from these guys. Did
1: you, did you have to change your approach at all with how you t- were taking care of your body, or kind of like they say, learn how to be a pro?
0: Yeah. Did you have to do that at all? Yeah, really? I, I definitely yeah. had to. Um, you know, sleep was very important. Sleep yeah. is still important, even in any profession. You realize that sleep is important to, in order for you to grow the following day, right? um and and managing your time I felt like meeting time I mean you're in college meeting time is not that long right but in the pros literally that's that's all you're doing it's not like you're going from meetings to classroom and then classrooms to meetings just meetings yeah Yeah. it's just meetings so you had to like really adjust that that aspect in in your game as a pro yeah
1: no I mean it was so true I mean you got to balance everything so well especially too with all the media stuff you got going yeah. on and, and that's another marketing thing. deals and stuff yeah that's
0: that's another thing is like yeah. media like yeah. you, you have to be prepared to talk to a lot of people yeah. when they come into the locker room you mm-hmm. can't do that in college yeah like there's no media availability you know yeah. slots in college yeah so yeah
1: in the locker room they're, they're right in the, in your face after the game right, right in like, your face In college, global. your coach protects you too yeah. your coach protects you the whole time yeah yeah, yeah. and it keeps you from doing that stuff What was there uh during your first couple years in the league, was there a time or a moment or something where, like, you know, you started to get real – legitimate self-confidence and belief that you were going to make it a long time in the NFL. You guys know I love football. In this football season I've been trying to find a new way to bet on sports. I'm sick of using casinos the traditional way to do it. And I found the best way to do it. Had to tell you guys about it. It's on Cut. Cut is the game-changing social betting platform. Look no further. This is where you gotta be. It's a peer-to-peer betting playground. On Cut, you can bet against your friends, bet against fellow fans on sports, politics, pop culture, and much more. It's much better than just regular sports books. Cut handles payments, so no more No more chasing friends for money. No more talking to a bookie. Hassle-free betting at its finest. And the best part, no more faceless casinos. It's personal and it's exciting. You can customize odds for what you want to bet on. Tailor your bets with fully customizable odds. It's your game. In your rules on Cut. Also, we get lower VIG on Cut. Much lower VIG for a better betting experience for everybody, more winnings and less hassle. One of my favorite parts of Cut is the social features. You can dive into group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history and user profiles. It's like having a group of friends on a betting platform and betting against them if you want. Your betting experience just got a major upgrade when you use Cut. I didn't even mention that, the rewards that you get on the Cut app. You get cash back every time you bet against your friends. The more you bet, the more you earn. It is a win-win for everyone. Cut is legal in 40%. Plus states, which I love because I'm traveling so much, it's hard to find sports books that are legal in most states. 40 plus states for Cut, including those without traditional sports books. So put your money where your mouth is. It's time to fire on sports on the best new app I've been looking for a long time, and I found it. It's on Cut. Use my promo code AdamB and get a 10 percent deposit match at Cut.com. That's Cut.com, K-U-T-T.com. Use my code AdamB for a 10 percent deposit match when you deposit money. Again, Cut.com, K-U-T-T, get a 10 percent deposit match when you use my code AdamB. And guys, supporting our sponsors helps. us so much. Helps me personally be able to travel around the country and bring on amazing guests. So go support Cut today. Was there a time or a moment or something where like, you know, you started to get real legitimate self-confidence and belief that you were going to make it a long time in the NFL?
0: Yeah, you know, when, you, when you're when you going into a profession, right, yeah. like with anything, um, and you're the, the new kid on the block, you know, you're a rookie, um, you, you still have to have that confidence and belief in yourself. Like, hey, yeah. no, I'm here for a purpose, right? Yeah um and that was the case for me when I first got to Philly um you know as an undrafted running back um I had Chip Kelly um and I felt like my attributes and my skill set uh could benefit the offense cuz yeah. at the time you know Chip Kelly's offense has always been fast paced right yeah. spread um, no huddle spread yeah. no huddle yeah. get on the ball and go yeah and so I felt like coming out of college that's that's who I was yeah. as a as a player so I had confidence that I can come into the offense and really dominate in that yeah. aspect. I, I could really take off and, and be a, a, an elite player. And, yeah. and you have to have that because yeah. when, you're, when you're on that 53-man roster, you know, you, that means you, you are one of those guys. Like, yeah. You're one of those guys that you have to be counted on.
1: Yeah. What was Chip Kelly like to play for
0: Chip Kelly was awesome. Yeah. You know, I I truly I truly am thankful that you know I was I crossed paths twice in the mm-hmm. NFL with him. Yeah. Um, my rookie year, and then in my second year when he was the head coach for for the Niners, mm-hmm. and that's how I was able to end up you know being a part of the Niners um, um, for like six seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: that's sweet. I mean, such a good guy to learn offense from yeah. too, right? Yeah. He's an offensive. The way he, minded the way he views guy. the game yeah. and everything. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's a he's a very. Very offensive-minded guy. He yeah. he takes the the approach of wanna be one of the greatest coordinators, yeah. you know, in in the offensive you know playbook ever yeah. in the game ever. Yeah. So,
1: I wanted to ask about uh, your childhood, your upbringing, yeah. and uh, you've talked a little a little bit about. It. I've heard you talk talk some, but how did that time and and the things you went through back then? Impact and and make you who you are today.
0: Yeah, um, you know, growing up, I didn't necessarily have you know the the silver spoon as we call yeah. it, right? I always had to figure out what what I was gonna eat. Mm-hmm. Um, always stuck with the same meal probably like three or four times, you know, mm-hmm. within a week. Um, and yeah, it was it was it. I felt like it would help build a callus for mm-hmm. the things that I didn't want in life. You know, yeah. in regards to how I want my family when I when I have one someday yeah. um you know how I want to treat my wife how I want to treat my kids mm-hmm. um you know I was I came from a, a a family that was always abusive uh domestic violence was something that was like you know the norm mm-hmm. uh alcoholism you know I don't I don't necessarily drink all that much in front of my kids I don't I don't like doing that cuz I see what the effects are yeah. you know um, when you're when you're sloppy and, and and everything like that in front of those kids like they look up to you right yeah. um, And so for me that's that's how I, I, how I treated it. I, mm-hmm. I felt like once I get to a level of of hey look I got a I got a foundation I got a family. Um, I want to treat my family with respect yeah. I want I want to show my boys what it means to take care of a woman, not to talk back um, not to put hands on anybody unless you know, Somebody puts hands on you. Like yeah. if a guy puts hands on you, you gotta protect yourself. Not yeah. necessarily go and beat people up. Yeah. Um, and and that's that was the standard for me. And yeah. I learned that at an early age.
1: Yeah. What What do you think was uh, allowed you to get through some of that time to? Get to who you are right now, because when I when you talk to people about you in the NFL, like, people couldn't say better things about you, yeah, right? Like yeah. the way you are off the field, yeah. uh, like the father and husband that you are. Yeah. Like what 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 motivated you? Motivated you during that time to kind of come out on the other side? I'd
0: say football definitely yeah. was a like a getaway, you know, because I could take my aggression. I don't know the opponent, yeah. you know. That's that's the easier way yeah. to do it, right? You you sign up to. For a sport, um, mm-hmm. whether you play baseball, you you want to you want to yeah. hit a baseball hard. You, you got a yeah. bat, you know. It's yeah. like, you, um, and so you got a basketball. You want to be physical in the paint. Yeah. You, you know you want to post up on somebody or dunk mm-hmm. on them. Now I'm I'm five eleven. I can't really. <laughs> I mean I could dunk, but you I'm can not. Yeah, I could dunk. Gonna, yeah, I can, dunk, you can? Yeah, no. I can <laughs> dunk. Yeah, I can dunk. But I can't dunk on somebody yeah. like you know yeah. if I was an NBA player, yeah. right? Um, but I felt like you know the biggest motivation for me was. Um, just getting away on the beach, you yeah. uh, know, that was, that was my, that was my sanctuary. You know, I, I, I'm all about waves. Um, I, I feel like, you know, the, the sea was my getaway. Mm. The beach was my, my, uh, resort, yeah. you know, just, just going there and, and hearing the calm waves break, you know, um, and knowing that everything will be all right, no yeah. matter what I was going through in life. Um, and then, you know, I did have some people along the way that did help me um my very first ever football coach uh Mike Stokes, we called him uh Pork chop. he's a hillbilly dude you know he, he had, a couple of years before he passed he passed the year I played in the Super Bowl with the Niners oh, yeah. um but yeah uh, one of the one of the fondest moments that I remember was um him having a a nice pair a nice set of teeth mm-hmm. um because he was one of those guys a redneck that you know um had dip in his mouth all the damn time so it was like cool to see him happy with a a nice set of veneers (laughs) you know it's like that was a moment for me that I was like okay you know this guy I seen him with with messed up teeth and he actually is proud of his smile you know so that's um, awesome but yeah it's like those moments I truly cherish you know and I feel like as a person you always want to be around good people, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that I like to do. I like to like yourself. Mm-hmm. I like I like the energy that you provide, right? You your knowledge about you know the college world and what it takes and everything. I think you do a heck of a job. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, um, and so that's who I try to surround myself with is people that always on the up and up, who who yeah. want to grow. I like people that grow around me. Yeah. I like people that you know they they have hardships at yeah. time and. And I want to be the person to help them with those hardships. Yeah. So
1: you, you just mentioned not having the, the silver spoon in your mouth. What was the feeling when you saw the first uh, NFL paycheck that you got? Because <laughs> I'm sure you probably yeah. never saw money like that before, yeah. right? You're yeah, like, no. Nah. That's a lot of it's money in lot. one check. Yeah, it's a lot of money in one check in <laughs> yeah. one
0: sitting. It's like, yeah. what do I do? Now, nah, honestly, you know. When I signed with the with the Eagles as an undrafted, mm-hmm. you know, rookie, um, I had a signing bonus. Yeah. Now everybody's signing bonus is like out out of this world now, but yeah. mine at the time was like five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right, excuse me, five thousand dollars. And so in Philly, you know, the taxes are a little bit yeah. up there, so <laughs> I had to I had to readjust, you know, my spending. And mm-hmm. so um, after taxes, I think it was about like twenty three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So that was my signing bonus. Yeah. Um, and what I did with that sign and bonus, I helped build the, fin- the, the foundation of my financial freedom. Mm-hmm. And I went and found a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And I gave him that, that 2300 bucks. And, you know, my next checks that I was going to bring in as, as the years gone mm-hmm. by, I was going to put that in investment, put that in the brokerage account, and yeah. learn what it meant to start the financial freedom, you yeah. know, off of, off of literally 2300 and you could ask my financial advisors to this day um they'll tell you I haven't paid a single single thing mm-hmm. since because I I trusted them you know yeah. I, I it was a it was a, an agreement at that moment so yeah. yeah so
1: now that you've signed multiple contracts yeah. and you've gotten to multiple deals multiple signing bonuses yeah. what what do you What's your investment strategy? Is it is it you mentioned the brokerage account? Is it investing in stocks in the brokerage account? Do you yeah. do other things? You I know you you got multiple businesses, so, yeah. so you obviously do more than just that. Yeah,
0: so um you know, I try to I try to use, you know, my my earnings now um mm-hmm. first and foremost to try to give back to people. Um, yeah. you know, especially communities. I started a uh um nonprofit um foundation where, you know, I just I want to be able to provide, you know, opportunities for those who, who don't have the resources to do it. And so I created uh, Raheem Mostert Waves of Success um, where, you know, we help out on many different fronts, right? I want to be able to help out, you know, with, with families and kids that are going through a certain point in their lives that don't have the necessary means to be successful, right? If you want to be a broadcaster and you need to go to a broadcasting school and you don't have the means to do that, well... I want to be able to provide a scholarship for you, yeah. you know, um, and, and try to do all that, all that stuff. And then also, um, you know, I like to, I like to invest in real estate. I mm-hmm. think that that's a, a great game. And I, I bought my first property last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now I'm starting to get into buying different properties. I'm about to soon uh, close in on a, on a deal for a duplex. And so, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm doing the single family. I got three, three boys. So, I yeah. want to be able to give them a, a piece of the pie. You know, I'm gonna get my my equity out of them, yeah. and then I'm gonna dish those you know properties onto them, and and have them take care of them or whatever they want to do yeah. uh, if they want to sell and, and you know get the the equity out of that. But I got that going, and then um, I started – I'm about to start a, a Asahi um, Bowl Playa bowls. Oh cool. Yeah, um, and so franchise a, a company and in, yeah in Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Oh, sweet. So. Um, actually in my hometown. So I'm trying to just provide opportunities because like I said, there's not too many uh, opportunities where I came from. And so I got my first beach rental in my hometown. Mm -hmm. Going to rent that out. And then I'm also going to be buying a franchise and putting that on one of the mm-hmm. uh, main streets in, in my hometown on the beach side. That's so awesome. Yeah, That's cool. just, just trying to get back in that aspect, yeah. you know.
1: And you've got a clothing brand, too.
0: Got a clothing brand. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? It's going good, man. Yeah. We, uh, we actually just dropped the, the RM01 uh, collection yesterday. I got
1: a real bone to pick with you. was that? Bro, you sent Ben a hoodie.
0: Oh yeah, and and
1: I didn't see one.
0: Yeah, oh, I got you. I send you one. Ben
1: hasn't Ben hasn't taken that thing off. Ben, for everyone watching, it helps with Raheem's podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wears it every day. Yeah, (laughs) so that's that thing's sweet. It's great quality, man. That's that's a tough hoodie.
0: That was our first drop. Um, It was a gray gray hoodie with the RM Relentlessly Motivated logo, Um, and yeah, it's. Honestly, it's it's just been taking off, man. You know, uh, I got a lot of fans, and and the followings has been crazy. People have been uh, giving great feedback, which is awesome, Um, and just trying to grow, man.
1: Where where does – so your podcast is called Relentlessly Motivated. Yeah. Clothing brand is called Relentlessly Motivated. Where does that term come from? When did that become a tagline for you? Yeah.
0: Um, You know, going through the the NFL and going through all these different challenges, I felt like, you know – one of the things that I, I was able to um to be comfortable with was being relentless right mm-hmm. um and then uh I, i've always stayed motivated yeah. you know i've not not in the aspect of money or or fame it's yeah. always been self Im- improvement right yeah. that's that's always been my motivation so being a good human being is mm-hmm. is a thing that i really truly cherish like i want to be a good human being i want yeah. people to be like hey raheem is a, a good guy you know raheem is He's a top top quality guy. He he works his tail off. He gives back. You know he does all these right things, and yeah. um, you know that's that's what that's why I came out with relentlessly motivated because yeah. I felt like it. The saying suited me, but I also felt like there's so many other people out there in the world that yeah. could be relentless, yeah. that could be motivated, and um, and what they're doing. Yeah. You know so. That's why I came out with Relentlessly Motivated. And then the clothing brand is uh, RM Collective, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's different different collections of, and pieces that um, tell my story. That's cool. Yeah, so awesome. whether it be, you know, being from Daytona, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm eventually going to be making a, a graphic tee where it's going to be like a, a um, race car. Um, oh, cool. and yeah, it's going to be t- those ties to being from Daytona yeah. and then Shark Bite Capital World, you know, coming up with these different ideas. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: you just mentioned wanting people to say that, that you're a good guy. Yeah. You know, wh- when people talk about you or when former teammates of yours talk about yeah. you, what do you want them to say? Oh,
0: I mean, whatever pops up in their mind <laughs> first, you know. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. I just I just, I just just feel like that I'll leave that up to them yeah. on what they would want to say. But I, I feel like, you know, um, I don't ever want to leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth. I don't want to be the guy... Um, that, you know, nobody can count on, yeah. especially teammates. Like, I want to be able to um, be a guy that they can count on when uh, a big play happens or, yeah. um, you know, a, a, a something happens that they're like, oh, yeah, he got it. You know, yeah. it's like, that's important to me. Yeah. That's important. Like, I feel like in order to achieve a certain level of greatness, you have yeah. to be counted on. No doubt. Right? Yeah. You know, especially in the football world. Yeah. I feel like that. that... That's a top quality that you have to have.
1: Yeah. I talk a lot with people on, on my podcast about adversity. Yeah. Just overcoming stuff. I mean, everyone, every athlete, anyone who's reached the level that you have and yeah. a high level of success, everyone's gone through some shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everyone. Um, you just talked about your childhood a little bit, but I want to ask about your NFL career. Mm-hmm. What was the moment in your NFL career where you remember facing the biggest amount of adversity where, you know, things just weren't going your way, you couldn't figure it out, yeah. and then ultimately, how'd you, how'd you get through it?
0: Yeah, so the, the first part of your question, I remember very, very vivid, you know, um, a time where I was with the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at this point, I was probably, uh, the Cleveland Browns were my 14th, mm-hmm. um, my rookie year. They fired uh, Penn. Got it. Yeah. yeah. They've been so many Penn. coaches, bro. Yeah. yeah not pretty yeah, Kitchens. <laughs> right, right. So they fired Penton and Hugh Jackson got hired. Hugh Jackson. So, I yeah. Hugh Jackson got hired. Whole new roster. Mm-hmm. RG3 was on the roster. That's yes, right. They yeah. had, um, you know, uh, Coleman, Corey Coleman. Mm-hmm. He had just got drafted um, by Hugh Jackson, in the first round pick. Um, you know, Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. Those were the running backs in the room. So, um, yeah, I think. I was going through, you know, uh, preseason, did all right, got injured, was, had a had like a, I think, a grade one strain in my mm-hmm. hamstring. And so sat out like one of the preseason games and coming into uh, the final rosters, made the 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. The night, I, that night I went to go celebrate. Celebrated my wife, my in-laws. We went to uh, Hyde Park in Crocker, i never forget. Had a nice steak. Um, Enjoy like they had like this fried lobster, which is unbelievable. Yep. You gotta try it. It's it was, it's really good. Um, so the next day, my wife has a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I had proposed to her when we were in Baltimore, and so um, I'm sitting at home. Um, she's at the bridal shower with her her parents. Her dad's helping run the the whole thing. All the ladies are there. Yeah. Her friends, everybody. Right. Um, it's a great moment and I'm on the couch and it's our day off. You know, they just announced mm-hmm. the 53 man roster, so the next day you kind of get a day yeah. off. Man, I get a phone call and um it's one of the the scouts. He's like, "Hey, um I need you to you co- you need to come in with your iPad." And I'm like, oh, no. "Man, I didn't heard this, you know, yeah. to previous teams." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, you serious? I was just like mm-hmm. I, was I was just on the 53 man yeah. roster. Like you told me I made it." Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we just, just come on in. Go in. They gave me this whole spiel how, you know, they needed roster space for, you know, other positions and everything. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I had to go back home. You Go back to our apartment that we were staying in. And I had to call my father-in-law up. So I call him up. And he's like, hey, what's up, him? How you doing? I'm like, hey, man, I don't know how to tell you this. Like, I just got, I just got released. He's like, "Wait, what? Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "All right, well, you know, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything to the ladies right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. going to ruin that moment don't for them. It. <laughs> it's going to ruin my wife's bridal shower." Yeah. Like I'm not going to say anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll come home and we'll talk about it and and see what what mm-hmm. we're going to do next. So uh my wife comes home. She already got the news because um uh, one of her friends Who was also uh, one of my teammates' wives? Oh, she found out. Texted her in a group message with another another uh, girlfriend and was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry about Raheem." And my wife looked at the text and was like, "What? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about?" And she was like, "Yeah, he just got released, and that's how she found out." Yeah. So when she comes home, I'm like, "Hey, baby," and she's like, "I know. Like, I already know." and we sat on the couch it was like a couch like this sat on the couch and me and her had the one-on-one conversation and you know I got cut from all these other teams and I asked her I said uh I looked at right now eyes. I said so what do you think we should do now and she looked at me and she was like how much do you love this game and that was the first thing she said it wasn't like well you know we can do this yeah. we can do that she was like how much do you love this game she was like I've been playing this game since I was seven and I was like what do you think? And she was like, You gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. And that was like the moment yeah. where I was like, Okay, if she can, you know, yeah. ride and put her dreams aside and you know, she just got done with her bridal shower, then I mm-hmm. should be good. You know, we we're gonna be all right. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's
1: cool. Well and what yeah. what came right after that then? <laughs> was it was it just a journey like of I trying got to pick- figure it out? Yeah, no,
0: I got yeah. I got picked up by the Jets. Yeah. I was with them for a, a week, literally on practice squad. Yeah. And then they cut me <laughs> the next day after the game and uh, was at home for about a week and a half, and then Chicago called me. Mm. I was with Chicago. I was on the roster, off the roster, on practice squad. They released me. Um, got two games in because, like, during the NFL, if you get if you get three games, that's a credit, a credit season. season. That so matters. Now. Yeah. I was at two, <laughs> and so they cut me. Yeah. And I had broke my pinky uh, on a jugs machine. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, in practice. Those things are dangerous. No, they oh, are. Yeah. They yeah. are. Um, <laughs> They cut me, um, broke my pinky. I got cleared, and then that's when Chip Kelly called me. Got it. He was in Orlando. They just got done playing the Dolphins, and they yeah. were going back to play Chicago. Oh yeah. And so um, got picked up by, by them, met them in Orlando, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. I was with the Niners for six years.
1: I mean, that whole s- story and the journey just has to make this past season even that much sweeter, right? Yeah. To think yeah. back to. I mean, the amount of times you've been cut yeah. and the amount of people that have said that, that said you weren't good enough or that said you you weren't, you know, the excuse of we need roster space. That yeah. just means that we don't value you that much, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got to make it like, did you ever sit back this past season and be like, damn, like we've been through a lot to get to this point?
0: You know, I, every year I'm like, it just seems like I'm trying to, I'm elevating a little bit yeah. more and more, right? And so... Um, every year, I just find myself—I catch myself just looking in the mirror um, and just like being thankful. Yeah. Um, and then this past year, you know, me doing what I did—you know, um, leading the, leading the league in touchdowns and breaking franchise record for mm-hmm. most touchdowns for, with the Dolphins, something that hasn't been done in 40 years—I'm like, wow! Like, I've I really had a moment where I was like. I really did it, you know. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm still trying to I'm I'm trying to elevate. I'm never satisfied. I'm trying to grow as a player, but like Yeah. I really sat back and I'm like, "Wow, I, you know, yeah, you came a long way." Yeah. So
1: One of the coolest things this past year for me was seeing all the it speaks to like the kind of person you are, because all the people that have met you or worked with you on our team that does your podcast yeah. was like seeing how fired up everyone was every single week for you, right? Yeah, and like yeah. sit, I would just see them sit in front of the TV, like being the biggest Raheem fans yeah, now, yeah. just because they met you, right? Yeah. And it was uh, that, that was that was cool to see, and then it makes. You know, like you have an impact on a lot of people, right? Yeah. A lot of people are fans, and you make a lot of – when you have touchdowns, a lot of people get super happy. Yeah. Like you, you ever feel that during the weeks?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, you know, especially when, like, I'm going to a grocery store, and yeah. they're like, like – you know, when we play Denver, right, yeah. and we put up, like, 70 on them, and yeah. I have four touchdowns, like – Fantasy owners are happy. Right? Fantasy owners are happy. You know, I mean, a lot of people coming up to me and they're like, "Oh man, you you killed it this week, bro! I, yeah. I appreciate like the sixty points." I'm like, "God, I had sixty points, for like you know." That's awesome. But nah, it's uh, it's all love, man. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely uh, an experience that you know, I I'm I'm truly gonna cherish yeah. just because like it, it makes fans happy. You yeah. know, I'm all about the the fans being happy and and you know, being here at the Super Bowl. I mean. You know, I I know both teams, both fan bases are crazy, right? Yeah. They're, they're they're good fan bases, they're loyal fan bases, but one fan base that I truly you know am, am thankful for, and I was just telling one of the fans at the top golf event I was at, um, they're they're huge Niner fans, and they were like, man, we miss you, you know, yeah. um, being a Niner, we wish you were in this game, and it, yeah. it, it like brings me back to like really appreciate the fans, yeah. um, and especially the Niner the Niner fans. Uh, you know, it, it was obviously it's business, right? Yeah. Business first, and and it, you have to have that mindset. You have to be able to do things that um, yeah, that are going to benefit you and your yeah. family, right? Yeah. And so leaving leaving the organization was it was it was it was tough because I was always I was there for you know six yeah. odd, six out of years, right? Yeah. And so being here in the Super Bowl and the fan bases and the Niners being there, man. You know, I got so many fans coming up to me, thanking me. You know, just saying how much they really appreciated my time, and that that gives me that feeling of of, of you know joy, right? Because yeah. it's like, wow, you know, you really took the time to to get to know me as a player, as a person, yeah. um, off the field, right? Yeah. So it's it's a it's a good it's a good moment. It's a humbling experience, and yeah. you know. I know that, you know, the, the fans are, are really appreciative, you know, yeah. more so. I, now, is there's also the other side. No doubt. <laughs> I was just
1: going to ask you about that. Yeah, have, right. you, have you experienced much of the negativity from fans? Yeah, you, like, do, yeah. you, yeah, you definitely media. do. Social yeah. media? Social
0: media, sometimes yeah. people, is, you know, they're always bringing up my age of, yeah. oh, he's 31, he, yeah. you know, he ain't got old much head. left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, he's old head, he ain't got much left in the tank. And I'm like, yeah. did you just see what I did? Hey, <laughs> I got plenty of left. Yeah. So... There's always young people that are doubting you. There's always people that's gonna be naysayers. Yeah. You know, it's it is what it is. How it many years do you
1: think it. you got left? Man, I got ten.
0: However many uh, these legs allow me <laughs> to run. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I probably got like five. How let's many see. How
1: many surgeries you been through in the NFL now?
0: Man, let's see, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Four. Four surgeries. Yeah. yeah. AC or uh, uh, partial tearing my cartilage. Mm-hmm. Got that done my thumb, broke that last year, um, and then two, uh, two, uh, forearm surgeries. Two? Yeah, so they, they had surgery, so I broke my, my all hand radius, Got it. um, snapped both bones in half, mm. like, yeah, that was a crazy game, um, broke, broke both of them, and then Throughout the healing process, um, one of my bones wasn't healing right, so they had to put a screw the opposite way. Oh, yeah. So I had to get another surgery for that. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. it was brutal, but...
1: You, you just talked about the journey of the NFL and, like, getting cut a bunch of times. Take yeah. the fans inside, people watching inside, what that process is like. I mean, you got a fa- you got your wife. Like, yeah. you get cut, and then yeah. you get signed, and then you get cut. Like, is your whole – are you moving the family around during that time? But yeah. you haven't talked to the wife and be like, what do you want to do here? You yeah. want to come with me? You want me to go? Like, yeah,
0: no, at the time, you know, I, I – Thankfully, I I didn't have kids. kids right? right, kids it, complicate the whole thing. Kids <laughs> complicate the whole thing. Not just yeah. because it's like a lot of moving parts, yeah. right? It's like schools. You got and, yes, yeah. they get acquainted with schooling. And, you yeah. know, they got daycares they go to. They got you know, you, you if you put your kids in, in activities, right? Yeah. That all has to take into account. Yeah, and so it, thankfully I didn't have to go through that early on because yeah. I didn't have kids until I was like twenty seven. Yeah. yeah, that's when I had my first my first son. Got it. Um, and so moving, you know, getting cut and stuff like that, um, I get a phone call and I have to be on a flight, you know, within two hours. So, Crazy. same uh, day they're moving you same, out. Same same day. Yeah. It's like, and so my wife, thankfully, she's she's the goat, man. She she held it down, you know, yeah. through through all the bad times. She was the one that had to get the suitcase, get packed. Um, you know, I I literally have literally, you know. 30 minutes to get mm-hmm. everything I possibly can mm-hmm. in order to catch a flight. Yeah. You know, so um, she helped me out along the way. She had to go. I remember specifically I got uh, picked up from the Dolphins when I was with Philly. I was on their practice squad. It was a Monday night game against Atlanta. So I was the team. I traveled with the team to Atlanta. Okay. Um, she stayed back. She was going to sign our, our lease to our new apartment, mm-hmm. our townhome. And, um, yeah, she – she um, I got that call and I had to be on a flight to Miami and I had all Eagles girl. Like I literally had she
1: signing the lease while you She was about to sign the lease and then I had to call call her like, Hey, don't don't, yeah, don't
0: don't sign that lease. And so um she she had to go into my locker, the Eagles facility. Um she didn't even get access. Like she had to get access through like uh the the team security and and go in and and go to my locker and get my stuff out that's crazy yeah and so she had to pack a suitcase up because that we were at we were in a hotel at the time yeah so she got the suitcase sent all my clothes in the suitcase to miami yeah so that was that was a moment it was like yeah she's a rider
1: when you uh i've obviously never gotten cut from the nfl never had been in those meetings when you're in those meetings with the coaches or gms and they're bringing you in they're like hey we're gonna move on. Yeah. Did you ever, you ever like try to make a case for yourself, or you just t- you just know it's over with? No, like, no.
0: Nah, it's good. like, <laughs> no, nah, You just hear what they say, and then it's like, like for me, I'm like, all right. Well, I, like, you can't at that moment. It's like they already made the They're decision. Made it, yeah. yeah. So like, you can't like, please keep me. Like, yeah. no, it's, there's no. There's no time I'd be for. Fight with them. <laughs> yeah. As bad as you want to. Right? Yeah, yeah. No. But honestly, yeah. it's like, you just gotta. You just. It's, for me, I've always felt like, hey, look, no, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Like, this a a plan, right? Yeah, this the part of the plan. This yeah. is what this is what the man upstairs has me has me going through, yeah. and I gotta I gotta figure out my next approach. Yeah, I got. I've always been a guy where I want to take two steps forward. Yeah. Like if if something's planned, mm-hmm. like I feel like I gotta take two steps in advance, yeah. so that way I got my my feet under me. Right. That's yeah. that's just how I've always were, been.
1: Were there any uh, meetings with coaches? whether it be like pre-draft process, whether it be uh, as you're going through free agency and getting signed or traded, uh, that you just got like absolutely grilled by a GM or a coach. Do they ever ask you some super tough questions? Or is, nah. it, is it super easy? Nah, something?
0: it was it was super yeah. easy. You know, like when I first got on the team, they'll be like, hey man, we're, we're so excited to have you. You know, um, hopefully you make the most out of your opportunities, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank That's you cool. for having me. Yeah. And then on the flip side, when it's like, oh well, I'm man, you know what? I hate, I hate doing this. Like, we're we gonna have to release you. Um, yeah. You know, it's something that is 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 more beneficial for the team right now. Hopefully, yeah. you don't clear waivers, so that way we can sign you back keep to you. practice yeah. squad and keep you. Yeah. Um, but you know that when those things, when those words are being said, it's like for me, I heard him so many times, yeah. right, that yeah, I just, I built a callus, like, yeah. <laughs> I built a hard shell where it's like, uh, nope, I, yeah. yeah, I hear you, I'm, yeah. I appreciate you, thank you for your time, but yeah. I still got work to do, like, yeah. I, I, I gotta figure out the next plan. Yeah,
1: what's, uh, let's talk about Miami a little bit, mm-hmm. what's it, what's it been like playing with Tua, how's he as a leader? Man,
0: he's awesome, yeah. yeah, he's, uh, he, he's a guy that, when he walks into a room, you know that he mm-hmm. means business and he's ready to go, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he 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 takes command of the, the huddle. Um, he's he's a guy that, that really wants to grow as a player. Mm-hmm. You know whether it be on the field or off the field. Yeah. He's really trying to hit his mark and he's trying to be one of the best. You know he, there's a there's a standard in that quarterback room, right? Yeah. Um, and it also helps when you have Dan Marino, uh, yeah. you know, in there helping him. Yeah. Dan is awesome. Dan. He's in those meetings. He's He's always in. Yeah, yeah, he's around a lot. So that definitely helps because he. I mean, Dan is the standard. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a guy that you know. If you were to play today. And, and the arm that and the accuracy that he has. Yeah, he'd be man, he'd special. Be, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. be throwing for 6,000, you <laughs> yeah. know, 7,000 yards yeah. this season.
1: Yeah, the offense was different back then. The right? Offense was different
0: back then, yeah. yeah, for sure. So,
1: Have you seen Tua's confidence grow as he's as he's gone on now?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's uh, it's, it's nice because, like, early on in his career, he was dealing with, you know, head coaching changes, yeah, offensive coordinators yeah. being changed every year. Yeah. And so for these past two years, you just see the level of growth that he's yeah. he's experienced simply because because of the, the one, there's not changes going on, yeah. right? You, you know, we got Coach McDaniel, that's an unbelievable coach, and yeah. um, he's helping to grow. But also, he's, he's getting comfortable. Yeah. He's getting comfortable with the playbook. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about, oh, you know, next year's going to be a new playbook. Yeah. He's, he knows what, what's at stake. He knows the yeah. playbook that he has now. Yeah. So.
1: You gotta give me your best Mike McDaniel story. that <laughs> I got, I guy's got, it. funny to watch. <laughs> uh,
0: I the only the only thing is is like we we joke with Mike. Yeah, yeah. We because you know he's he's a very he's very small in stature, right? <laughs> I mean, he's not that big of a guy, but dude wears like a size thirteen shoe. Really? <laughs> so it's like he's like he's like he has clown feet, right? But like we 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 talk about him and we talk about the his shoe game is immaculate though. Really? Yeah, he, he has got some his, swag. He got some swag. Yeah. He, his shoe game is crazy. I will say that. Um, but it's just funny because we're like, dude, you you gotta right you gotta wear the right shoes because yeah. you're you're you know five six <laughs> like, <laughs> with, with a size thirteen, but it just doesn't match, and you're super skinny.
1: What was the first team meeting like when he walked in there?
0: Um. He opened up. Yeah. Yeah, he opened up. He let everybody know that, you know, this is who he is and, yeah. um, you know, he, he he's not changing and and um, he's he's going to he's gonna be a, one of the greatest coaches. That's yeah. his mindset. Yeah. He's yeah. got confidence, man. That's yeah, amazing. he does. It's cool to see. Yeah, he does. It's cool to see.
1: What was it, what was it like being teammates with my guy, Mike Kosicki, one of my, <laughs> one of my best Mike, friends? Bro,
0: Mike yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Mike is – Such a nothing, good dude. He yeah. is. I, I hated the fact that, you know, he wasn't – like he wasn't getting the targets he, he yeah. deserved, right? Yeah. Um, but that's because you got, you know, Tyreek, you yeah. got Jalen Waddle, you know, yeah. you got all these guys that gotta get the ball out. So yeah. it's like it, it sucks. Only, only yeah. one ball, right? There's only one ball for, yeah. like, ten guys.
1: Mike's a freak, bro. Yeah, like, he is. Like, he is. Not many guys that big can do the, the yeah. things?
0: He yeah, can. yeah. He, the only thing that was his downfall was the the blocking-ass Oh, he's selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't mean, he don't block anybody. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't going to block anybody. But, you know, that's. I think that was one of his biggest downfalls because our offense is, you know, you have to block. Yeah. You have to, as a tight end, you definitely, I mean, you see what George is doing, yeah. right? You see... That's exactly he, like yeah. So and Mike this, and I
1: would talk. It's like they want me to be George Kittle, but yeah, I'm not George nah, Kittle. he's you know? not, But
0: but that's okay though, yeah. right? It, he's Mike Gesicki. He's yeah. he's he makes those plays. I yeah. mean, I never forget when he made that catch um, against Baltimore in the back end zone, bro. Like he's he was. Free. He, yeah, bro. He yeah. he was he skyrocketed and yeah. got that ball and snagged it and yeah. put two feet into the end zone. Yeah. Right in the back of the end zone, I was like, yeah, this Crazy. guy got it, yeah. Uh,
1: let me ask you this. What's the best advice you've ever received during your career?
0: The best advice that I received during my career? Man, that's a good question. Um, I'd say it's so many. This question
1: I, always stumps people. It does. because, like, I, But it, it gets your thing a little bit. Gets, you got to yeah. give me something good here. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> never make the same mistake twice. I like that. Yeah, never make the same mistake twice. Being in the league, if you make the same mistake twice, yeah, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, It's going to yeah. hurt you. So, like, if you mess up on a play and mm-hmm. you mess up on that same play later on, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. Yeah. So I I feel like, and that goes with anything in life. i say it's true in life too, yeah, right? Never yeah, never make the same mistake twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's probably one of the biggest quotes that I feel like um it has made an impact on me.
1: It ties in with people too, yeah. right? Yeah. When people show you who they are, believe them, right? Yeah, <laughs> the believe first them. time. <laughs> yeah, fool me once, shame yeah.
0: on me, fool me twice, yeah, no, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What uh what about the worst advice you've worst been told? The worst
0: advice. <laughs> nah, that's a good one. That's I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like all advice is good advice when you apply it. Yeah. Right? Depends on how you apply it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how you apply it. Yeah. Um, but I would say, uh, yeah, nah, I can't really think of one. Yeah. I can't think of one. That's a, that's a good question. I can get back to you on that yeah, one. Yeah, Maybe um, I'll text you and call uh, you. I'm going to hit you up one. and yeah. ask you yeah. to think about that one. Yeah. I got uh, I, I to gotta gotta sit down and, and I, think I'm about a, the worst uh, advice.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I just feel like so many people, I, I always say this about advice don't take advice from people that you wouldn't trade places with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like people all the time go to advice from, from people that you know, actually don't respect. You yeah. know, like yeah. why are you asking them for advice? I will. I
0: will <laughs> say that don't don't yeah. don't go to if you don't respect that person, don't get advice from. Yeah. Them. Like yeah. if you don't respect them, but then there's also that saying where, like, respect you know everyone. Respect right? everyone. <laughs> it's like you, you do have to respect everyone and their yeah. knowledge behind it because. Even if I don't like somebody, now that's one thing I will say. You don't burn bridges. Yeah, that's true. A, that's yeah. The, one of the biggest advices that I, I really took into consideration. Because if if I were to cuss Chip Kelly out when I was with the Eagles, yeah, because I was like the last cut that yeah. night. You know, when he had to make that because he was the GM and the head coach. Yeah, he, he, he made a, every decision. Yeah, made, so he made yeah. every decision. Everything yeah. had to run by him. So. Um, I could have, I could have MF'd him that night, I could have been like, bro, you were making the worst mistake in your life, like letting me go. Like I could have burned that bridge, but then if I would have burned that bridge, he probably, probably wouldn't be calling me, you know, the following year when he was with the Niners. So that's one advice I would say is don't burn that bridge. That's
1: a great point. What's, uh, what's your favorite city you lived in during your career so far? Favorite
0: city? been a lot of places, man. Yeah, I've been a lot of places. Honestly, I, I'd say I'd say Miami. I, yeah. I'm I'm Florida. I'm I know, Florida I knew you were going to say. I almost took Miami. Honestly, out. I would yeah. like, say other than Miami. No. Yeah, other than Miami, it would be it'd be California. Yeah, yeah, because I like not, I like not the Philly, running. man. Come on, ah, Philly. <laughs> now nah, I will say I did have some great time in Philly. Yeah. food is uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I go
1: not the best city in the world.
0: No, nah, not the best city in the world. But you know, in regards to food, yeah, yeah. I mean. We go down the whenever I get a chance to go to Philly, I if we're playing Philly in Philly, I I go to my spots, man. I yeah. got Petros that's on Walnut Street. Okay, I gotta um, try that out. Yeah, you got oh man, They make the best pizza. Okay. Yeah, Petros. By by far the best pizza. All right. Um and then Elvez. I don't know if you heard of Elvez. Yeah, Elvez yeah, yeah. got some in good fishtail. Yeah. Yeah. Good blood orange margaritas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Check that out. <laughs> I, I promise it. you. And then you got uh Benjamin's ice cream. Okay. Yeah, that's good, too. Man, you're no, an ice cream in, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin Franklin's ice cream. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, one the thing I wanted to ask you was, as your career has gotten more successful in the NFL, how have you balanced having to you know, keep your circle small? Or maybe you don't keep it small. Like, oh, no. how, how do you balance who you trust, who you don't trust? You just said respect everybody. But like, yeah. how do you make sure that you're not... I'm sure a lot of people want things from you. A lot yeah. people want to be your friend, especially with the season you had last year. How do you approach that?
0: Yeah, um, I would say... Um, you know, I do. I do keep my circle small. Yeah. I do. You know, if you if you if you're in my circle, that means you you really tied in with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I I'm always that guy that gives people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I that's that's that could be a a, a strength and there, could also be a weakness. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've been able to um, you know just. Tell people how it is. This is who I am. This is yeah. you know. This is what I'm about. If you're not about about that, then you can't be in my circle. Because you, yeah. you you can't be around me. But I'm like I said. I'm always the guy that gives people the benefit of the doubt too. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah, that's good
1: advice. Uh, last thing I got for you, bro. Yeah. What What's your why? What's the reason you do what you do every
0: day? <laughs> my kids. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I see, you know. I see. What I'm doing right now is is setting the foundation for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, my why is, is my family. Yeah. My why is, is the reason why I'm able to wake up in the morning, um, and, and sometimes four thirty, five thirty, six thirty in the morning. You don't want to. You yeah. I, I don't want. I yeah. want to, but I got to in order to yeah. you know um, help you know provide for them. Yeah. Um. And and honestly, my wife, I think she's she's the biggest reason why. She's awesome. Yeah. She's cool. She. Yeah. She held it down, she gave up her, her dreams and aspirations to, yeah. you know, help help me pursue mine and so um, I just I can't thank her enough. That's yeah. why I gotta whatever she wants, whatever she, you know, if she she's the one that is making all the moves with the with the yeah. clothing brand. She's yeah. the one that, you know, she's my CEO. Yeah. Um and she she's CEO founder. I, yeah. I gave her that title. Yeah. Um and yeah, she she has fun with it. She's she everything that That we do, she has a footprint in it. So,
1: no, you can tell how smart she is from even the stuff she sees on the podcast front, too. Again, I don't see a lot of it, but I hear from some of the team at Mercury, like the things she's saying to change, and I'm like, Man, she sees it. Like yeah. she's on top yeah. of it and, yeah. and like I'm I'm like she like I listen to everything she says. Yeah. She listen she, I, she's paying attention. I, I would say this,
0: honestly. She's smart. You yeah, she is. She's super smart. I mean, um we met at Purdue. She played soccer, she's yeah. an athlete, so she gets it. Yeah. Um she understands the, the what it takes to be um, you know, an athlete and, and time management and everything like that. Yeah. And so she's, she helps me with that. Yeah. Um, but I would say this, it's also nice when you have somebody like her that went through, you know, all the BS I went through, yeah. all the cuts, yeah. even in college, I didn't have the best experience football wise. Like mm. being at Purdue, like we're not known as football. Yeah. We're more so known as basketball, right? It's yeah. basketball territory. Like yeah. that's, that's what we breed over there. Yeah. And so having that Having that, that, that experience of getting a coaching change my, my sophomore year, yeah. um, the coach didn't believe in me. Um, yeah. made me, forced me to play a different position. Her seeing everything happen, you know, going from basically being, you know, a guy that sprinkled in on the offense and making a couple plays to, yeah. oh, he's a starter, now he's getting benched because yeah. of that, you know, yeah. you know the favoritism and everything. It just it just helped our our relationship grow yeah. even more. So um, yeah, so, she she's been she's been lights out. Yeah, that's cool.
1: I meant to ask you, what's Purdue got to do to get to get the football program back, man? Uh, man, we they, they want they won some recently though, less than yeah two but, years ago, but,
0: but yeah. it's not 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 enough. It's not <laughs> thrilling. Like I, I'm not waking up being like, oh Purdue ball. Purdue like, playing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, now basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. they they different in basketball. Yeah, they're right? different. I think they're yeah. ranked number two right now. Yeah. So yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. I I, I guess you gotta have more energy. You yeah. know, people people gotta believe. Coaches gotta believe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I don't. I know the head coach. You know, I, I've talked to him uh, a yeah. few times, but. I don't know. We'll you see. Got to go
1: back and build like the Raheem Mostert weight room at Purdue. Yeah, yeah <laughs> nah, right. I got <laughs> go, I got go, nil fund.
0: Look, Jerry or Drew Brees goes back. You know, he he been his footprint. Yeah, so I guess I got to too. Yeah. But man,
1: I appreciate your time. It's been fun getting to know you and yeah. following your career. And it was it was cool to see you ball out this season, man. Yeah. All, this, all this shit you've been through and yeah. to make that happen, it was cool. And I appreciate you making time during during Vegas.
0: Yeah, Vegas man, I appreciate you having me, bro. Thanks, I, bro. You know, I. We always chatted. We were like, yeah. bro, "I got you, got I got to get you on the podcast." I'm like, "Look, I yeah, we got to find this. No, time, nah, I yeah. know <laughs>
1: that's the hard part, right? But nah, wants, good, to on, yeah, yeah. wants to come on, Everybody wants to come on,
0: but th- that's the biggest thing is the time, yeah. right? But no, nah, this you, bro. is awesome, bro. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank this you is awesome. Appreciate, it, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man.